Welcome listeners to the first proper episode, so to speak, of uh, the Bromley Buzz. Uh, we had our pilot last week, that seemed to go down pretty good, which I'll be talking about in a moment. But uh, to introduce myself, Darren Wheel from Intune PR, Bromley resident and fellow Bromley resident... Zainat Narani from Vida de la Mariposa Coaching. Uh, what do you coach in again, uh, remind me? Uh, well-being and mental health. Yeah, a pretty important subject. Um, mm, absolutely. Uh, need it all the time myself. There we go. Uh, Don't we all? In fact, now, <laughs> a little confession here, that uh, as a PR, I often operate as a kind of agony aunt to assorted clients um, who share their innermost secrets with me at times. Mm. And believe you me, I can tell they, including musicians such as the ones we bumped into at um, Priory Live this yeah, weekend, this weekend uh, need that kind of thing. Um, okay. So, that's uh, us. Um, it was really good having got this out last week. We've been thinking about it for a while, but uh, decided to, to just get the thing out the door and running because Priory Live was going and anything that would encourage a local activity like that that was bringing people together for a good time Absolutely. just deserved a push. So, out we went and the pilot happened. And we prompt the thing up on LinkedIn, and here's a couple of samples of um, what people were saying, which I was really chuffed about. So Lee Thomas, owner of Newman uh, Flexible Workspace, where mm-hmm. we're sitting and recording this at the moment. Uh, well done. Let's celebrate all the great things about our fantastic borough of Bromley. Informative, proactive rather than reactive. A fantastic place to live and work. Keep up the good work. Uh, Hannah Gray, uh, former mayor, uh, recently. Uh, love this and please let me know more so I can promote it and help in any way. Fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll be taking her up on that one. Uh, Christine Atkinson from uh, the Rotary Club here in Bromley. Uh, great initiative um, and great name by, catchy name by Sarah Marsh Collins of Beeble Monkey uh, Digital Marketing. Absolutely. Um, greatly looking forward to hearing more on how Rotary can contribute. Uh, <coughs> where is that Orpington chicken? I've heard of the Orpington buff, she says. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I refer to Orpington Chicken. Officially, it's the Buff, oh, apparently. The buff. Okay. Yeah, but we don't like to talk about things in the Buff here. Um, <laughs> Loretta Wright of Life in Orpington magazine. Fantastic. Well done. Such a wonderful idea. Chandra Sharma, Tangent Office Supplies and mm-hmm. local community leader, as I'm insisting he's named. Uh, I love listening to this. You both covered a lot of ground. Actually, it says Og ground, but there's room for teapots, typos, even. <laughs> <laughs> I believe this will be a real success. Happy to help in any way that I can. Uh, Sushma Ravar, um, Nanny Ma's um, lovely, lovely um, local food service, including and premium nuts. nuts. Yeah, they're, they're, they're awesome. nuts. Chili Absolutely and lime. Divine. Yeah. Mm. Uh, she says, What an awesome pilot episode. As a Bromley resident for over 21 years, uh, I reckon it is a great way to highlight Bromley vibes. Uh, which is like almost an attempt at renaming. I had two suggestions on that one, but the buzz is sticking, Sarah, um, by such skilled and talented individuals. Why, thank you. Yes. Um, well, lo- love all the work you and Sarah Mars Collins and Tangent Offices do in making a difference to others. Looking forward to your next podcast. Really cool. And Nikki Barkley, who organised the Priory uh, Live. Mm-hmm. Great work. There is a nucleus of passionate, smart people bringing good things out into the open. Uh, Zenat Nurani, this is past tense of course, will be present on Made Stage tomorrow with a great lineup of original artists finishing with Top Loader. Uh, still some late advance tickets available. Well, you need to time travel now for that. But, yes. You know, that, that was pretty cool actually. And the, the whole event, I mean, 
okay, we got rained on, but some of the time. On but it, was off. Only... it wasn't that bad, though. No, a couple of uh, heavy showers early on, and that was about it, really. And lots of marquees to kind of mm. um, go under. One of the things that was being talked about, actually, after the show, mm. uh, and, and with Nikki, it was a reminder, Glastonbury yep. uh, started as a rhythm and blues show in the 1960s, and now look at it. Now... There's not even room in the Priory Gardens for that kind of thing. But no. oddly enough, there are places around here like Hewitt's Farm up the road who have got vast fields. So if people get used to the idea of paying for live entertainment in South East London, they will get entertained. They'll be like, in fact, Robbie Williams can come and do it and he can sing Let's mm. Entertain You, can't he? But you know what? I think as a community, um, people, we need music in our lives. So whatever festival can grow, that would be fantastic. Yeah, well done to all concerned. It, it, was, mm. it was really, really good. Um, yeah. I sure let my hair down. But we're going to go into that more <laughs> later. Um, Though I did spend hours straightening my hair. For what reason, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I know, know um, one or two ladies there who were complaining <laughs> about the word frizz after the rain. And uh, and you and you, you and I have been talking about the effects on our feet because we spent most of the day standing. Oh, yes. You know, we, we were both networking. I was doing a bit of recording for this. You were doing, well, just, um, I'll come on to that in a moment. Mm. I, I have a little reference from last show, the last and first show. Uh, I got hooked up on trying to explain about a local um, uh, cosmetics, I think, range, and who on earth it was, and it was a doctor something. Um, okay. and, and they have, have been, and I think still are, based out of one of the Newman spaces, Devonshire House, I think, actually. Um, Dr. Pawpaw. So Dr. there we Paul go, Paul. Dr. Paul. That's Paul. right, yes. Uh, and I know a lot of people, and what we're trying to say then, and what we're going to keep saying in this is, let's point at good stuff about Bromley. Well, a business which is getting a national and international name for, for itself that started here. Whoa! Yeah. Drum roll. But you know what? We need to be increasing the vibe, just like Shushma mentioned. Yep. The vibes are increasing, aren't they? And I think we mentioned last week how we now have this amazing outdoor terrace garden bar oh, yeah. which is really fantastic to go for quick food and all of those kind of things and we need things like that to start uplifting again and creating this environment where people enjoy going out well you got pretty uplifted at the weekend if i may say so and uh, that, that, was, <laughs> that was hours before anything of alcohol getting anywhere near your lips um, and you know just yeah, say I what you were doing good, you, you, was, you you were actually the first voice that anybody heard on stage and the last. You bookmarked the day. Do you know what? You're absolutely right. Yeah. How scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't tell you in advance, you know. The whole thing depends on you, Z, if you have a mental mate, then we've had it. But can you believe it? I went through the whole day without having a drink? Hmm. No. Apart from right at the end? Ah, no, no, I believe you. But no, no, I was there with you all the time anyway, yes. so no. But what you did have was... You were great support. It was revisiting the um, the inner performer from the um, ice, the uh, dancing mm. uh, days as a pro we had there. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Horses for courses. You love being up on that stage, and uh, you, you, apart from the announcing, a, the reason you were um, encouraged to do the announcing was because you had a specific role rating to your work. Um, fill us in on that one again. Absolutely. Yeah the well-being and mental health around the the musicians, the creative arts, you know, because we know over the last 18 months, people have struggled, all, you know, different types of industries. But I think the music industry have been hit really, really hard because 
their livelihood, and not just financially, but their, you know, their livelihood, I would say, is their passion mm. that they have for music by um, creating music, then putting the message out to their audience, because not only do they get the energy from that, but they get the energy and the feed off from the audience. And when you've got no one to perform to, it's really tricky. Mm. Um, and it's not the same on Zoom or on YouTube. And what I found, actually, uh, talking to the artists, there was a common thread that they have missed performing. Okay, yes, a lot of them have done a lot of writing behind the scenes, but they have lost a lot of confidence of being on stage. But then when they stepped on stage, it was like a nervous energy that was kind of coming back, but it was also positive. And that has also affected them greatly. Yeah, well, a couple of things struck me from it. One of them was the classic musician's question from when they come off stage. It hit me. First act, I think it was. and uh, Common buzzer. Thank you. And it, did that sound all right? Because yes. musicians are so often cannot actually hear it in the way the audience does because of the things in their ears and all the rest of it. But you know that group in particular, mm. they all live in different areas. So they yep. don't live in the same area. So can you imagine trying to do things over Zoom and not getting the connections? And Because it is not the same when you're trying to create music. And I, when I spoke to and interviewed a lot of them, that's the same thing they said. Um, talking about two weeks in Nashville who played, they were lucky because... They, oh, I can see the wristband. Yeah. They all live together. So they had each other as a supportive network to support each other when they were going through their challenges and their dips. But still, there were struggles. Well, we were at Wayfest um, in Surrey for mm. a couple of weeks. Um, another really great musical festival. We're on a day when that's being headlined by UB40. And uh, I can't wait for that. Scouting for Girls gone there. Uh, again, there's a whole smorgasbord of talent. I mean, it's it's um, going to be really good. Looking forward to that one. I think you might reprise elements of the role uh, from this event. Mm. But I've done some music booking. It's not something I wish to be known for because it's so difficult. But in the last couple of weeks, um, I got a call and I've booked in a couple of acts. One I've worked with before, Saichi Sugiyama Band, and one, actually I did his website, <laughs> uh, Robbie McIntosh, who's um, uh, a side man to the stars. He's, um, actually no, Robbie, that's my, my, my mistake. This is what comes of doing shows live and not wanting to edit them. Uh, he should be appearing at the Green Note in Camden as a result of my efforts. And that Amazing, is yeah. Um, no, Jade Like the Stone, that's um, another artist. Uh, she was mm. on one of these big BBC or whatever vocal shows. She's pretty awesome. She's appearing. Uh, and so on. So we're really looking forward to that day as well. Can't come around any faster, I tell you that. Yeah, um, that's the way the festival organiser is feeling. I mean, I got a text message from him after we were talking and he was saying, mm. you know, how stressed <laughs> out he is. I mean, you talk to people with stress and de-stress them. Maybe I can um, introduce you and uh, <laughs> book a few sessions in. Yeah, do a few up. sessions before, in the middle and then at the end. That would yeah. be great, wouldn't it? Um, mm. Anyway, back to Priory Live. Um, so you, you did your thing, and you did your thing very well. You even had the, just the little things count. I mean, remembering to say, oh, let's do a little bit, other, uh, another bit on the end. Okay, people wanted a, a, an encore of, um, uh, from Top Loader. Yes. But what they got is, is something that's at least as good, which is you thanking all of the people that were involved oh, in this and, the, and yeah. the audience for turning up. 
The whole thing just meant a lot to the community. Do you know what? I think that is so important because, with yes, the musicians and the artists on stage, they make that. But without the people backstage and the event organisers like Nicky Barkley, his wife Emma, the, uh, you know, uh, Jessica Pollard, who was the stage manager, and she also did all the marketing mm. behind stage. Uh, the sound guys, the lighting, um, yeah, the DJ. Stop, yeah, you can stop there. We're going to do this in a moment. Are we going to do this yeah, in the morning? Gonna... Okay, shall I stop yeah, there? Oh, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm going way ahead. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, yeah. it's about thanking everybody. It mm. is. And, and on talking about thanking, um, it's also about meeting people you know. Um, if anyone hasn't worked out, it's important to work, meet people you know. Yes. After the last 18 months we've had, oh. well, you never will. So a couple of the ones that uh, I met, met that I just enjoyed meeting there, um, a whole range of friends. Uh, so Chandra Sharma, as mentioned mm. earlier on, who I interviewed and will be included in And he was right week. up at the front listening to his punk yeah, music. Yeah, he's he, he, a heavy metal man. Uh, there was um, Kim Botting and... Um, yes. And Hannah, uh, Hannah Gray, mm -hmm. um, two recent ex-mayors of Bromley. Yes, uh, Hannah I quoted uh, earlier on, and it's just lovely to see them. Um, Hannah actually is a Bromley business champion, so her offering to help with this is really cool from that point of view. And there are sponsors like um, Neil, Neil from uh, the Lift Each Other gym that's opened up recently in Orpington. Um, in fact, I will ask you about that because you actually had a photo shoot down there, didn't you? Yes, I'm part of that as well. So yeah. I do the I I mindfulness I and climate coaching. Oh, it's on the website. Yes, it's all there. Oh, I've got to. That's going to make it look really good. Yeah, so it's, um, so, you know, his whole idea of his gym, mm. and I think it's absolutely fantastic. It's not just about the physical, let's get fit, let's get fit. Yeah. He's very much about the mindset and the life coaching that goes behind that, and that's right up my street. So... I'm part of the, the gym to help the clients that come in to look at their mindset and their lifestyle and how it kind of integrates with what they're doing in terms of their physical fitness. You know one of the big things with gyms is that people join and then leave. Yeah. I think to myself, a lot of the reason for that is obviously it's a commitment thing, mm. but it's also because the results don't happen overnight. It's really easy to get disillusioned and then there's all the pictures you see on TV and the Love Island, all the people with their gorgeous bodies or, you know, that kind of a thing. If you're not getting there fast, uh, in what is a quick fix society... There is no quick fix, though. So the idea of actually having somebody there who can help mm. the mentality of the people going through and say, look, it's, mm. it's not a sprint, it's a marathon here, but you will get there and feel uplifted, feel the um, endorphins, is that the word? I think? Yes, absolutely. Oh, feel the burn, that's the, the old Feel phrase. the burn, so you know, yeah, the lactic having, acid raising. Yeah, um, Vida Maricosa, um, badly said as ever, um, being there and part of it re really clicks for me as well. And, and I'm contemplating going to uh, uh, encounter a punch bag down yeah, there. Yeah, no, absolutely, you must go down because, I mean, Neil Scott has got this in the right place mm. and at the right time. I mean, he's incredible because he just... Um, had the idea and he only launched it mm. last year no last year he had the thought I think it was quite late in the year in the middle of the pandemic and he's been doing that between another job and this trying to launch it uh, and the staff that he's got on board is incredible well the other the job PT is trainers. actually worth mentioning this podcast exists to encourage Bromley mm. Bromley some bits of it are already encouraging itself mm. so the people at Big In Hill, Air Hill Airport have been putting in a lot of effort into trying to get significant businesses into the area and they have Bombardier they've moved in there they're a big employer right, yeah. so Neil's from Newcastle he's come down because of that his side hustle and which might be one day become a prime hustle 
is this gym that he's opened and he hasn't even got his permanent signage up but mm-hmm. you know hats off it's to him process. for doing it and then there's other people that were sponsoring the event alongside him uh, I met um, Jason from um, Jade Window Cleaning Specialist so uh, you know a company that was keeping keeping that contribution going uh, Sam Diamond from Telecoms World you know they employ around uh, 30 people locally um, up the road in, in Orpington in, a, in the tech field. There are just things that you don't associate Bromley with that no. exist that we're going to be able to talk about. I didn't even know that Travis Perkins were going to sponsor it. And then I saw the guy there and oh, the really? signs up on the big screen. Uh, and at this point, I'm going to do the thing that um, some people would find embarrassing, but embarrassment, there is no meaning <laughs> of the word in this show. So I've composed a little list here, which we're going to go through alternately. Um, you caught me at the right time when I'm trying to post something. Uh, Multitasking, here we yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the society these days, isn't it? Um, so, right, kicking off, just a whole lot of name dropping on people that were there, the kinds of things that we saw. The whole thing about a festival is it brings together the life of an area um, when, it, when it's done right. This one was done right. I'm sitting here with my two weeks in Nashville band on because... Well, they were a favourite of ours. And actually, we're going to kick off with our favourite ones from the festival and then just go into other stuff. So, right, okay, thank you for the rap, rap introduction there. You, you can kick off with the uh, first one because it was yours. Actually, it's both of ours. It was both right. of ours. So, two, two weeks, weeks in Nashville. Nashville. You. Oh, me. Top loader. Paul Dunton Orchestra. Dun, dun, dun. Rap bones. <laughs> Moore's Protection Services, and they were really cool. The nicest guys in security <laughs> you could ever meet, as well as being the kind of people that I would not like, like, like to meet up a dark alley. Jermaine and Paul, here's a shout-out for you. Uh, Caribbean Car- Food. Woo. Freedom Energy. The Sun. Rain. Mud. Hofmeister. Fairground. Ducks. Squirrels. Smoke machines. Yeah, you look cool in the smoke. Um, <laughs> the feeling of the Dancing in the Moonlight song. Dancing that was just great, the, the stars above light. us. Did you see now you had this? Sarah had, had the, the ever techie Babel Monkey um, had her <laughs> app with the constellations. You, you oh, look yes. up and, and it You've will tell you which ones Pisces, they were in the sky. Aries. And there's me thinking, yeah, where's Aquarius? She goes, yeah, down at the bottom. Yeah, mm. uh, it was just gorgeous. Yeah, Fest buddies, people who just help festivals you know, to be there and go on the gates and all this kind of thing. J&T events. That, that was a curious one, but uh, they had the choice calls the mugs. I've got one here Hang on from a the event. I'm going to stop I that know, right know, there. I'm, I'm male stripper, not yeah. there. What happened to that one? Did I go, go over the male stripper, if you'll pardon the expression? Yeah, well, yes, yeah. There's, there's a. a yes, light, you the thing you don't go with people <laughs> is the, the kinds of things that they do, they unless you do, properly yes. talk to them. Mr. And this, uh, uh, well, I'm not editing that out necessarily. Uh, anyway. No, that was a comedy. Right? Uh, and there's more than one employee in a business anyway, so I think we're okay there. We're okay. But yeah, male stripper, um, you know, in Orpington doing, not male stripping on this occasion, otherwise it would have been a different affair entirely. Uh, really an interesting but that's a creative thing. arts as well. Yeah, it certainly is, absolutely. They've been hit by I, it. I thought well. on blues and burlesque events. What's wrong with this yeah. stuff? Yeah. Nothing. Okay, back to you. J&T events. With their tricycle mugs and t-shirts? Oh, yes. Mm. 
Marcel Mendes music, Ibiza yeah. rocking. He, yeah. Yeah, that he was, was really good. cool because when Top Loader were coming on, he was doing this sort of musical thing while they were setting up. Absolutely. And it was the old hands waving in the air, like, you know, the, the Ibiza stuff going on in Orpington. But you know what was great about him? He blended his music into each and every one of those bands, mm. knowing what their music style is, and then DJed around that while they were setting up. Incredible. Yeah, it was just so, so cool to see that. Um, there was this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've got VIP here. VIPs. Please. We had um, VIP um, wristbands because yes, of did. what we were doing. I had the extra Same. VIP wristbands, didn't I? Yeah. Well, we got a free drink out of it. Crew in uh, crew in backstage. Mm. <laughs> um, there was the music hub. That's a really interesting one. That's um, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to get this guy on the show to explain it properly. But broadly speaking, um, people who provide musical instruments um, locally and have worked hand-in-hand with um, a very important local organisation, the Bromley Youth Music Trust, who I also intend to invite in. Mm. Right, back to you. And then, where are we going? VIPs, the Music Hub, Sleeping Festival, Goers. BBC Radio Kent. Roundabout Studios. Handmade recyclable fashion. Oh my God, that was amazing. The bottom hat, as I'm calling it, slightly rudely. But the reason (laughs) for this is that um, this is a a young lady... um, Shauna, I think her name is. I'm probably wrong about that. A correction, if so, for next week. But uh, she's from Charles Darwin School. Yes. Uh, she's 24 now, but it's nice just to talk about someone who's come out of a local school, this Beacon Hill, and her talent has led somewhere. She's gone through university, done textiles. She's got a job in her preferred mm-hmm. field. But on the side of that, when she was at uni, on a table, she said, but uh, maybe I misheard her, she ripped jeans. She ripped, <laughs> yes, ripped she ripped her jeans. jeans. And uh, there they were before me, because she turned her jeans to a hat. She had a bottom on her head. Yeah, uh, uh, she uh, had a bottom on her head. head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which, which was just hilarious. And she had things like um, bum bags, which appeared to be back fashionable again, and that's acting mm-hmm. circumstances, scrunchies, some I beautiful post-tidy art things. I them in so. the 70s yeah. and 80s. I've still got some. We've got a nice picture of um, Chandra with her, actually, uh, well, I really yeah. must use. Uh, but it's so lovely to see Beautiful a young person who's been through that path and done great here. And, and the environment, we had the environment report out this morning saying how lousy it all is, quite frankly. So someone who's doing her bit for it locally in that it's just so thrills me. And then, of course, uh, I've naturally got a go out of sequence here. <laughs> but this is a festival, chemical toilets. Chemical <laughs> toilets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with a lot of pumping action, which I struggled with. Yes, indeed. I, 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 I offered to help your, your necessary, thankfully it wasn't called upon. Uh, right, um, <laughs> Rainbow. Energy. Community. Stage staff, Nikki, Jessica, Paul, oh, Paula makes films. Yeah, she was Go doing video that. and photography on the mm. day. Well, well done, her. And do you know what? I thought she was a university student, mm. and she wasn't. She's sixth form. Yeah, I gathered that. Incredible. And do you know what? I put my hat, I take my hat off to her because... Is that the one with a, a bum on it or not? Sorry? Hat with a bum? Hat with a bum. No, 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 Paula. Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know. You didn't buy one of the hats on the day, okay. I think my Nicholas Fuete might be yeah. um, rising I saw someone, I saw you, a young person going around with one of those hats on there. So yeah, no, they were, there were some. Anyway, um, yeah. Tim Buick's daughter bought one of those hats. Tim Buick of Street Pin, Pin uh, the yes. local sort of... Uh, find offers and things in the local community of Alton and Bromley. Yeah. So, yeah. Lovely children. Talking about Paula again, yeah. I just, you know, I think it's young people like that because, again, that's the creative industry and she's into uh, to doing filmmaking and videographing, all of those things. And to actually approach 
the Priory Live, Nikki, to say, mm. you know what, is there an opportunity for me to come and film mm. and put something together for you? And that, that takes a lot of guts and confidence to do when you're so young. Mm. So she's obviously thinking about her future. What can I do and how can I grow to develop her own growth, self-development? Incredible. Well, this is something that this show is always going to encourage people getting out there, having a bit of confidence mm. and talking to people. I'll give you two examples as well. Um, I was talking to Jaya, who's um, deputy manager in this building. Yes, just like daughter, as it happens. But uh, and I'd like, like to get her on. But she was saying that her first thing here was just saying to them, uh, you're a local business, uh, is there any way I can do anything with you, learn from you, whatever. And they invited her in for a week's work experience. Mm. After the week's working experience, she joined and she's now part of the company. She's deputy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, as a PR, uh, I'm very keen to employ local people as well and to grow that way. I was sitting with Christine from the Rotary Club mm. outside the Orpington Cafe um, mm. one day, uh, and a young lady went past asking if she could uh, get work as a waitress. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this lady called Jennifer. And I nipped down and caught up with her and doubtless um, made a bit, a bit off for a moment or two. But I said to her, um, I could really use some help in my um, PR business. And Jennifer, 18 years old, about to go off and do a law degree, has been really great for me doing research and contacting uh, journalists and so on on behalf of my clients. I need this. I sleep better because I've got other people doing this stuff and it's good for her CV. As she said herself, working for a PR agency does beat um, waitress on there when you're going into the law. Um, Absolutely. You know, all respect to waitresses, of course, I'm, um, you know, I love them and the bar people at the gate, which we haven't even put down on this. <laughs> um, right, so... Are we, okay, here we go. Great, 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 great vibes. And employment. New top loader songs. Yeah, um, they played a new song, the name of which um, escapes me at the minute, but I might come back to that later if my notes allow. But, you know, they said that <laughs> they've been a bit stuck for the last 18 months for some reason, that escapes me. And so seeing that, yeah, that, they, they said, you know, we've hardly played this before. Yeah, no, they haven't played over a year. Yeah. Over a year they haven't played. But yeah. do you know what? They've got two million um, on Spotify. Cool. Amazing. Yeah, let's see if we can get this podcast to that. Um, Absolutely. Punk music. God, that was loud. Nikki Barker, you did a great job on diversity of music, but you also deafened me. That was yeah. where Chandra got carried away. Oh, yeah. I think he put up a tent there. Yeah. He was there. <laughs> and I was like, Chandra, Chandra. And he's like, can't well, hear me. He's from Dudley in the West Midlands. In yeah. Listening to Birmingham, Birmingham Black Sabbath birthplace. Yeah. We should not be as surprised as we were. I was all about the rap, but he wasn't. He was like, no, nope, I'm about the punk. Fun drink, rain, sun. Life and love. Yeah. So that's love. the end of the rack with an awful lot of in I reckon I, I, I need to dare you to say all of that all at once. Really? Yes. Go for it. Wrap it out. Oh, God. You know, one of my favourite songs of all time is Billy Joel's um, We Didn't Start the Fire, where he does that. We didn't start the, the fire. fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to sing it anymore. It's got some great <laughs> lyrics, which of course are on the spot, I can't remember. Um, but uh, okay, here we go then. Uh, two weeks in Nashville, top loader, loader. 
Lovely Security Moss Protection Service, Jermaine and Paul, Caribbean Food, Freedom Energy, Sun, Rain, Mud, Hoff, Moist Affair, Brown, Black, Squirrel, Smoke Machine, Feeling of Dancing in the Moonlight, Male Stripper, Not There, and I'm not going to mention him ever again, Face Buddy, JT, Events, Tricycle Mugs and T-Shirts, Marcel, Mendez, Music, VIPs, The Music Hub, Sleeping Festival Goes, Why Am I Doing an American Accent at this point in time and turned myself into a different ethnicity? I don't know. BBC Radio Kent. Ah, roundabout studios, handmade recyclable fashion bottom hat, vape stage interviews, game of gold toilets, rainbow energy, community, stage staff, Nikki, Jessica, Puka makes films, great vibes to enjoyment, new top load of songs, punk music, fun, drink, rain, sun, life, love and rap afterwards. <laughs> well done. Oh, Glad yeah. I dared you to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I imagine my temperature has gone up considerably. It says he's reaching for a drink at this point. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And you know what? If Nicky Barkley and the guys hadn't done that, um, and the, the artist wouldn't have turned up, the audience wouldn't, wouldn't have turned up, we wouldn't, I don't, we'd be having another podcast right enough, but it wouldn't be this, mm. and we wouldn't be doing a rap like that. And thank you, by the way, you're a, a really good percussionist. <laughs> Still not taking up music, though. Um, but you know what, uh, Darren? The whole, I think this is, we so needed this, didn't we? And just to see the energy, the smile on people's faces, whether it's a festival, going to a fun fair, it's, it was just energising to see the vibes. And, you know, a lot of those words that you've just wrapped away, that, it, you know, fun, drinks, people dancing, people yelling. And there were a whole range of genres mm. and demographics there. Which was amazing. Well, we were talking, both of us knew, and I saw her through the, the fence as um, she was coming up to queue, and my, my virtual assistant, or personal assistant, um, Lillian Lee, yeah, Territory. Yeah. yeah, she was there with her children, but neither of us saw her because you kept going up on stage and doing your thing and going in a VIP tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was running around a bit like a headless chicken, wasn't I? Uh, no, no, you, you were definitely um, doing, doing it great, but. You can't do this stuff without being able to handle being spontaneous, and so mm. you're really good at that. I mean, from that point of view, being uh, a mental health coach must actually have been pretty useful, because it meant that you could use some of the stuff you tell people about professionally to handle the situation. But anyway, the reason we didn't see Lillian particularly was because, a bit like Tim Buick with his children, I think he left our... Was it him or Sam? No, Tim Buick. Uh, he was saying that his children had had a good time, but they were kind of a barometer as when you should leave. And I think they got to the point where he was um, bribing them by their various perches on a stall or two. Yes. And that was kind of maxing out, and that was the time to go. Likewise, Lillian, I suspect she spent most of her time down at the fairground, where we didn't bother with at all, particularly. Mm. You know, and the next, if we're doing this next year, which I think we will, I think we should go on a ride together and get some images or video for this. Oh, I don't know. Right. Mm. I don't remember the last time I went on a ride. Well, you know, it'll be, it'll be fun. I mean, I'm, I'm actually traumatised by that stuff. You, know, you ask my children, um, can't get me on a boat swing. I nearly flew literally out of the top of a roller coaster in Margate once, <gasps> um, which scared the rubbish out of it. You know, it was awful. Um, it was one of those times when you learn about your parents. In that particular case, I learned that when my dad said, um, hey, there's a really good ride, you know, we could go on that. And then in that last minute he said, uh, no, I, I think you prefer it if you went on with your mum. I think uh, we need to do a ching-ching for that one. <laughs> Let's out. Cheers. Oh, not much of a ching. That was not no, good fun. No, no, you, you just can't get the champagne glasses. Um, <laughs> at this point, though, uh, this show is minimal editing, right? 
Um, so the first one out without any editing, uh, this one may well do the same. Um, but it will have one bit because I interviewed with you um, one of the artists who was on the BBC Radio Kent introducing stage. A lovely young lady who absolutely looked um, stunning as well, um, called Tizane. So, I, so if I can do so right now, this is to introduce Tizane. Mm. Okay, we're at the uh, Priory Live Music Festival, and uh, I'm just talking to Zinat Narani, who's been introducing people on stage, uh, the main stage here, uh, and I'm talking also to Tizane, who's been on the BBC Radio Kent introducing stage, uh, which may make a lot of music behind us at any moment now, so I'm going to be pretty quick. And you're from Darford, up the road from Bromley. So, what's it mean to you coming out and doing this? Um, it's very fun because during COVID, I was a bit stuck inside. So it's really no matter the occasion, you know, I just like to to play guitar and sing. So it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I was admiring your merch stand just now. You're Did, yeah, you liked it. Musician. I am very yeah. organised. I built it. I'm proud of it. <laughs> I'm glad you're... you like it. And see. Uh, um, how are yeah. you finding today doing what you're doing? Do you know what? I think it's such an amazing thing that we need. Just like you said, you know, we've come out of the COVID. It's an opportunity for artists to come out and sing their hearts out about what they're passionate about. You know, they may have been in lockdown, had some struggles, but then they've got, you know, be songwriting. And Susanna, you must have been songwriting to keep yourself on track and not kind of go down that mental health route where you kind of get a bit sort of anxious and uh, a bit depressed. Yeah. But the music is your passion, and this is a great opportunity to spread the love. Absolutely. Yeah, I know both Z and I are local residents, and because uh, Z does what she does, I'm involved some of the time in music myself, uh, so it means a lot to me. And just being out here again in this after the grim time we've had means so much. I mean, how have you been feeling over the last 18 months, to say? Um, to be honest, I'm quite... Uh, I don't know, I don't... <laughs> like, I go out, but, like... I, I'm very used to just sitting at home and making songs, like because I produce them and write them. So uh, that's kind of I just did the same thing really, just without the gigs, which is is not good because like I like I like to get up and perform, you know. Um, but no, obviously it was quite a very sad time for everyone. It kind of knocked everyone back. But I'm just glad to be to be back out, you know. Yeah, it's great, great atmosphere, honestly. You know, your passion around what you're writing has a lot of that come from your personal kind of experience. Yeah, majorly. That's. I mean, I write about every experience I've gone through, really, whether it be mentally, physically, whatever. But I, I try and write as metaphorically as possible, so people can interpret it however they want. Um, so it's really cool to see people's interpretations. Even like this picture, I've got a top on with a picture of me on, by the way, for um, all of you listeners. Yeah. yeah, so that's the name of my song, and I like the idea of the photo because it speaks a lot of different meanings, you know? You could say I'm tied up and, and it's a bit weird, but you could also see it as, you know, me being, like me chilling, like being trapped and stuff, but like having time in my life, you know? Um, and that is, you know, I, I wanted to do that with photos as well as my music, so, yeah. You, look, you kind of look like a captivated mermaid, innit? A captivated mermaid? Thank yeah. you, I don't know, is that a compliment? I hope it is. Absolutely. Oh, Thank yeah. you very Who much. Who doesn't love mermaids? I mean, they're terrific. Disney's made a ton of money out of them. Yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah. I mean, you've got the thing, the inscription on there, who's going to hurt me now? Why did you choose those words? Well, that's the name of my single, and mm -hmm. the single is um, 
it's kind of about my life, about how I changed. It's mad how much I've changed and come out my shell. I used to be a completely different person. Um, and I just kind of, the start of the song's me singing about like, who's gonna hurt me now? Like, who's gonna hurt me next, you know? But the end of the song ends rhetorically. So it's like, who's gonna hurt me now? Like, who dares to hurt me now? You know, you can't, I'm chilling. And, and that's like, the picture speaks the same thing to me, you know? You know? Sorry, you could pose that question, Darren. Like, nobody's gonna hurt me at all now because yeah, you're exactly. completely in control of the changes. Sorry. <laughs> no, th- thank you. You've, you. By saying that, you've just given such a positive message. It's a great place yeah, to, yeah. to end. Sorry. We're going to have a word with the BBC Radio Kent late guys later on. Again, the meaning thing. How was it that they... Not how did they pick you, but what does it mean to you appearing on their format and being in the introducing thing? It was great. You know, it means so much. The support that they've given me is, like, incredible, and it's so appreciated, and it's great to be able to actually meet these guys in person like Leo, Steve, everyone you know, because I've spoken to them it's, you know, that was a long time ago and it's, it was, it's just great, you know it's so, I'm so, like, grateful for it all, you know Right, well, thank you very much, thank both you. of you, lovely. and uh, I hope we'll you see too. you again. Thank you, it's lovely to meet you Thank you. See you later, lovely to meet you Have a good, have a good day. See you later. And we're back <laughs> she, was, she was incredible Such a lovely girl Yeah. Uh, I loved her t-shirt I, I, what the thing she loved most was actually this metal stand. Mm-hmm. You know, metal. I, th- I thought it was um, a pro-made thing, but she said she'd actually made it herself. I can imagine, imagine her in a garage or something with a welding kit doing this thing. <laughs> you know. The last Doctor Who, right? Um, Jodie Whittaker. Uh, she's not the most popular ever do- Doctor Who, but one of the very best things she ever did uh, was when she crafted the new uh, sonic screwdriver. Don't know if you saw that. No. But she was welding it with a full welding hat and all the rest of it. I'm thinking of flash dance right now then. And, and, you know, I want to encourage schools in doing this. We'll be getting school children onto this show. Uh, And if you just take up the road, Newstead Wood, engineering school. Mm -hmm. At least it was. I assume it's still got that now. But, you know, why shouldn't people go into those professions? And if you're able to to weld your way into your gear as a musician, why why not? not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... One of the most famous musicians in the country is um, Brian May from Queen. Ah. Yeah, I think he made um, his very famous guitar uh, out of, um, partly, out of a fireplace in the student accommodation. No way! Bo Diddley, who's um, one of the most famous people in music back in the day, known as the originator, I'm pretty sure, he, he was known for rectangular guitars, but I think he actually incorporated parts of a washing machine into one. And then he gets cigar box. Anyway, I'm wandering off. Um, but anyway, we spoke to, it was really great to speak to Zane. And it was fascinating to learn, even during that one, that she was talking about things like the kinds of experience she, she has, had. the challenges. And she has what I can only describe as a really palsy attitude. She's absolutely not going to let life give her a kicking. And uh, it's represented in her image, in her songs. You know, I yeah, wish her the very best. She wants to stay authentic to her true self. Yeah. Um... Did you have a, 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 I won't say the word favourite interviews, because we asked you, I asked you what your favourite songs were early mm-hmm. on, and that, that took an, literally an interrogation to get us there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I kind of had the, the lights flushed in my face, in my eyes, which I couldn't see for about half an hour, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, doing. it's tough being podcasted. Um, <laughs> but what, what's, um, was there anything that the musician said to you that really resonated? I mean, I, I discovered before the festival that the, um, a guitarist in... Uh, top loader, had um, studied as a psychiatric nurse, 
and I introduced you to a guy in Paul Dunton's band yep. who said that he's recently, I think he's in his 40s, has been diagnosed as on the autistic spectrum. Yes. So those are two examples I bumped into, but how about yourself? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I you know, speaking to them, um, absolutely, and, you know, sp- talking about the gentleman, Ben, who mm. was from the, um, Paul Dunton and recently diagnosed, and we were talking about his mental health, and he was truly saying... For him, for somebody on the autistic spectrum, music is fundamentally so important. And we got talking, because I've done a lot of research on this, and there are so many musicians out there, and singers and songwriters, that actually suffer, or have suffered, from autism, ADH, bipolar, and we just don't know these things until people come out. So that was a common thread that you know I came across. But I think a lot of, when I spoke to a lot of them, I think the hardest things for them was not performing, Mm. not being able to be on stage, not being able to absorb, like I mentioned earlier on, the energy from their audience. Some of them, yes, they took to writing out more songs and a lot of their songs is based on their lives. And I think sometimes we need to listen a little bit more deeply into those words what they mean and it's not just about the music it's about the wordings Mm. Um, and I think for the younger bands it was more about confidence of being back on stage Um, I spoke to Katie uh, Kittermaster who's really coming up and she's got a whole load of followers she used to suffer from a lot of anxiety but she's now turned that anxiety into her power of being being back on stage can I ask you a question about coaching? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I've experienced a day with you and Chandra Sharma when you're doing the mm. People Skills course, uh, which is helping people to deal with things like imposter syndrome and, you know, doing stuff like 60 seconds about yourself on Zoom at networking meetings mm. and all things like that. So a lot of people really struggle with that stuff. So I found that a lot of what I was thinking about got kind of fixed as a result of doing that day. Likewise, I've been on coaching with you, things like the uh, circle of confidence and the wheel of life, that kind of thing. Now, that's made me realise that the perception that coaching needs to be something that you're going to sign up once and you're stuck with the cost and the time expense for like years on end ahead Mm. isn't correct. There are things that you can fix literally in one session. Oh, absolutely. Or, you know, one session of one hour, uh, let alone later things. So if I was a person with anxiety, and um, I probably am during the recordings of these actually, <laughs> um, but it, it's nice to know that you can at least start to get significant tools, significant um, advice that can yeah, help you tools and progress. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So no, we'll talk about that more in future. I think we'll have a Zenat mm. um, live coaching one uh, <laughs> coming up at some point. Anyway, that brings us to the end of the uh, episode today. Uh, my own uh, last words on it, pretty much. Actually, I'm borrowing from Tizane, the artist. Yeah. Who can I actually, before on. you end it, no, you can, can I just um, say one last thing in mm. terms of, you know, you were asking me about the, the interviews that I had with the band artists. And, I, you know, I proposed the question as, you know, how do they maintain their, their identity and authenticity in the public eye and that was really interesting and there was a similar theme right across and they all said it's about being true to yourself 
and who you are. And I think Bones turned around and said, it's, excuse my French, because you know I don't swear, it was bloody hard. Mm. It's, it's a tough industry, but if you're passionate and you love it, then do it. Um, one of, one because of the, it's the greatest feeling. One of the people I've, I've worked with off, off and on is uh, a young man who is a blues artist, a one-man band. He, he got quite famous for a while. I think he got called, you know, is this the best Christmas song ever by the day <laughs> or something? Because he recorded a song called um, Naked and Noel. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'll never pronounce that one right either. But he recorded mm-hmm. it in his parents' kitchen, I think, in uh, East Grinstead. Wow. Uh, and with a, a bunch of nudists from, I think, the Weehold nudist group <laughs> from Tunbridge Wells. <laughs> and uh, basically, you know, the Christmas puddings and the holly placement were neither painful nor in the wrong place. It's <laughs> for this video, which really went a bit viral, as you can well imagine. And it's a great song. But the reason I mention him, you really have to have... Um, commitment and Absolutely. the ability to set aside setbacks were in music. Yeah. Uh, he had a gig up in, uh, on the continent a while ago and uh, he drove from, I think he's then living in Tunbridge Wells himself, he drove from there up to Hull so he could get the ferry over to Zeebrugge in Belgium I think mm-hmm. it was and he got up there and he realised he'd left his passport at home and then he had to have, uh, it was either Corrida up at enormous expense, I think that was mm-hmm. it, he was talking about having his parents do it, but it didn't arrive in time so he couldn't make it. Oh. At the time and afterwards, you can imagine the amount of anxiety and mental stress mm. that guy was under. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so there's a lot. Of, yeah, it's it's incredible. But I think with stress and anxiety, which we can talk in later, mm. absolutely in podcasts, uh, later podcasts, is that it's how we deal with that and how we use that anxiety and stress. Because some people thrive on that and they need that. Well, N- Nicky Barker, about, when, he, when he was planning priory life, as he told us, knew that it might. Flop, in, not in the sense of as a thing, but, no. but there were. There there's always a risk. With, there's always a risk with festivals that it gets rained on. Mm. Lo and behold, we, but we live in the that. UK. Yeah, <laughs> but right now we've also got the. It might get cancelled because of COVID, mm. as so much has been. And the second one, which is, at this point, were people prepared to even go out in public in that way and go gathering at all? Mm. You know, massive risk to um, ticket sales. So. Back to those hats again. They're off once more to, yeah. to him and the team for, for being so brave. I mean, we had, what, over 1,000, 1,500 people there? Mm. That, that hopped throughout the whole day? But that's, that's why I wanted to go out, on my part at least, on, on the words um, of Tizane. Mm, um, when she talked about the festival, she said, this is a great opportunity to spread the love. Now we have it. Indeed, we do. Uh, and that's it from me and I'm going to uh, say again as I did last time uh, where can we find your uh, website uh, Z www.znatnarani.com and then you can find me on all the social media links as well as indeed you can me on www.intunepr.co.uk and because I've worked in music I'm one of the only people I probably know of in PR that has a music playlist on my website. <laughs> and you know what? I'm after after that event, Tizane, you're getting a track on there. So thank you. And it's over and good night from... No, 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 from you individually. From Darren yes. Wheel. And the Bromley Buzz. And the Bromley Buzz. Thank you.